This is Don't Listen to Hannah, where I, Hannah Pretzman, give my listeners advice on anything. DM me on Instagram to send in your problems, questions, or anything you need another voice on. Each week, I'll answer questions from you on whatever you need, big or small. I'm just here to help. This is Don't Listen to Hannah. I am Hannah. And today, I just wanted to talk about growth and moving on as a person. Actually, because of this listener question I got, it's... I've been in a really rough place for about two months now. I just feel like I've lost my spark and I can't move on from the things that have happened in my past. Please help. I don't know what to do. Okay. That is, I think, a very packed question. Just about, I think, the main thing I want to talk about with this question is moving on from the things that have happened to you in your past. Um... Basically, like what I said a year ago today, I was not a good person. I I mean, I wasn't like evil or anything, but I just, I was selfish and I didn't treat the people in my life, like my friends and my family and like, like boys and stuff. I didn't treat them good, which <laughs> sounds kind of stupid. Like I didn't treat them good, but I, I was just so selfish and I thought I was like God's gift to earth but really I was not I was just I was literally just an eighth grader (laughs) like come on you're not that great like I look at pictures of myself from back then or like texts I sent to people and I just cringe so hard from them like no way that was me and that's how I acted like oh my gosh it like it makes me cringe just thinking about it but genuinely like i don't i don't know what i was thinking being like that and like i had really amazing friends and everything at least at first i did <laughs> and then i just completely disrespected them but they also ended up disrespecting me too so it was kind of like mm, not a great situation and by the end of the year, by the end of the school year, I was, I was honestly just depressed, and I kind of was just looking for stuff to, like, distract myself from it, that's when I really got into my sport of swimming and everything, because it was just, like, when all my friends would hang out after school and everything, when stuff like that, I would just go to practice instead because like I think we all know that when you're not good to other people and when you treat them bad they're going to treat you bad back usually like 90% of the time that's how it is and I mean I don't think I deserved some of the stuff that happened to me I definitely did not but I also wasn't completely innocent so (laughs) but um after school I'd just go to practice I'd bury myself in my schoolwork and by the end of the year like for the like the last three months of school I was just counting down the days like when am I gonna get out of this school when am I gonna be done when am I never gonna have to see these people again because I was I I moved schools I didn't go to the feeder high school that I was supposed to go to I went to a private school instead and honestly I 
absolutely love it at this private school but if I didn't heal and I, if I didn't grow from the things that happened to me in eighth grade then I would just have the same experience over again like you are what you choose to do with your situation and I mean sometimes like it's an impossible situation like if it's your family you can't just like leave your family or anything or if it's like if it's your friends but you're stuck at school with them like you can't get away from them you're always going to see them at some point and I think you are what you choose to do with that situation for me it was focusing on the things outside of school and just keeping my cool in school and I mean it sucks but when you are in a situation where you feel horrible I think you have to choose to take advantage of the time you have and just grow from it like the summer between eighth grade and freshman year I really didn't really hang out with anybody except for Addie my basically older sister um but still like I didn't really hang out with anybody and with all that time I decided to just put time into myself instead and completely heal before I started school so I'd be in a good situation and a good mindset before going to the place where I'd spend the next four years of my life so what putting time into myself looked like for me was um I started going to therapy I got a therapist and it was really hard to come to my parents and say I need like mental help but I did and it also honestly was such a good decision like I'm so happy I did that real quick on that I think there's such a stigma about asking for help and getting a therapist and everything but I promise you if you ask some people like more people are in therapy than you think and I love my therapist like (laughs) but just using that as a resource but then also putting time into myself like going to the gym three times a week and getting massages and taking up baths and stuff and like I'd also journal a lot just to like get my thoughts out and you know all this stuff and I think doing that and reflecting on everything that happened in eighth grade put me in such a better mindset you know but you know just acknowledging that you need help and that you need to heal I think is probably the first biggest step with moving on so that's what I would do (laughs) first things first I would acknowledge that you need help and then I would figure out how you get that help whether it's from you whether it's from your friends whether it's from your parents whether it's from a coach or a teacher or anything just acknowledging that you need it and then taking action and getting that help I think is that's half of moving on and growing The other half, I think, is being okay with what happened. I mean, I I don't think I'll ever be fully okay with everything that happened eighth grade year, but just moving past it and understanding that you are so much more than all that stuff. (laughs) Um, it's just it's such a it's such a beautiful thing. My therapist, um talks to me about this one analogy the couch analogy I guess and it's where 
Okay, imagine you're sitting on a couch, okay? And we'll say, like, what happened to you and all the bad stuff that happened to you was, like, a person. And it came in the room. You just, you'd have to be okay with it sitting down next to you. You couldn't, like, the goal is to just be okay with it being there. You don't want to shrink from it. You don't want to hide from it or get off the couch. You just want to be okay with it being there. Uh, Being okay with what happened. And that is a lot of work. It's very much easier said than done, but, you know. (laughs) But also, you don't have to be, like, hugging it and cuddling. That thought, I guess. One thing my dad always told me when I was going through a tough time, and what his dad told him, too, is this, too, will pass. And I think that is very true. Everything is temporary, as much as we wish it wasn't like this thing that has happened to you it will pass in 20 years from now it will pass you may still think about it but it won't be as big of a part of your life as it is right now no matter what even if you don't get help even if you just sit with it in 20 years it won't be as big of a thing in your life and, and I mean, that is also true for good things in your life, too. Like, my dad always said that at the beginning of summer. His dad would tell him, this too will pass. So he would go to the beach every single morning before swim practice. And he would surf because this time, this summer, will pass, too. So just, I think, taking advantage of that time for good things, but then also acknowledging that nothing lasts forever is such a big part of what happened and okay I also think probably the biggest thing for moving on is just recognizing that everything happens for a reason like I know it's cheesy but if you think of the butterfly effect everything in your life like pushes you to be the person that you'll be in 20 years the actions that you do today will affect who you are so, I mean, just understanding that this thing that is happening to you, it's happening because, I mean, it's a part of God's plan. And it'll shape you into the person that you are yet to become. And I just think that's really a beautiful idea. Like, maybe, like, you get out of bed this morning and instead of, like, getting ready and stuff you do your homework and then you do good on a test and then it brings your grade up and then you're able to get a better gpa and then you can go to college and then you can get a better job because of that college you went to and then you can supply for other people like i think small changes lead to big results it's just hard to want to make those changes well wait that's so off topic (laughs) but like those little actions can change your future so much like even if it's like a little bit off of what normally happens it'll in 20 years it'll be so far off because of that like one thing like my English teacher always told me if you maybe sip have a sip of alcohol one day at a party and then in 20 years you're an alcoholic like everything happens And 
I mean, it has such big effects sometimes. Or it can have little effects. You just never know. It's up to God and, you know, whatever happens. And I think just being okay with that and understanding that you're not in control of your future. I mean, you kind of are. Like, if you put in the work and you study and stuff, then you're in control. But you're not in control if your best friend dies one day. You're not in control of that. And that'll drastically affect your life and your future. Like, it's all up to God. And I think just recognizing that really is helpful to moving on. Um, yeah. Another thing I want to say with this is when I was going through a rough time, I thought, you know, maybe if I just asked one person and asked them for advice on this situation, or if I listened to that one song, or if I read that one by chapter in the Bible, then I would be done with this. I would never be upset again about what happened to me. But that's just so unrealistic. I think you will move on and you will heal at your own pace. And there's really nothing you can do to speed it up or slow it down. Like, my, what helped me move on the most was my dad telling me this too will pass. And he told me that, like three months into me being upset and I didn't really it didn't really resonate with me until three other months later so it's really just like your brain reacting and realizing those things that is what's gonna help you move on there's always something after there's always something after middle school there's always something after high school there's always something after college there's always something after your career Like, one of my big things, this is going to sound so dramatic, but when I was in a mood, that's what I call it, when I was not in a good place, I I should say, not in a mood, I I would always think, you know, I would tell myself I had this idea that I was unlovable. And what the, like, what? That is so, it's a little dramatic, I will say, but also, like, I, I was not unlovable you know, I had love, like, my parents loved me, my brother loved me, my team loved me, my teachers loved me, even if I didn't have, you know, a boyfriend, or if I didn't have a girl that was head over heels, like, like, my best friend, then I, I figured that makes me unlovable, but that is so unrealistic, I mean, I was 14 years old and thinking that, 14 years old you only really start living after you're five so that's like nine years in nine years I thought I was unlovable with however many years in front of me like I don't know to to really sum up this episode I would just say to move on you just need to acknowledge that you want to move on acknowledge that you need help and take action to do that and some of those actions could be you know getting a therapist if your parents are totally against that or you're just not ready for that maybe talking I mean the school counselor I know it's cheesy but I mean their job is to help you maybe talking to a friend a parent one thing I actually did um when I was going through it but I was scared to ask for help I looked up one of those anonymous therapy like hotlines things and I just did that and 
you know another thing that really helped me personally was journaling oh i have three i have so many journals i have three journals all the way completely filled out and you know just also understanding that it is out of your control so yeah that's that's what i could say also to end this off this is definitely a more vulnerable podcast episode for me but um i just wanted to record it and if it helped one person at all in any way shape or form that's all i really cared about so if someone's gonna hate or oh i'm scared that like one of the friends i was talking about at the beginning of the episode is gonna listen to this i'm gonna be like what the heck are you talking about but (laughs) um it's fine If, if it helps one person then it's worth recording this so yes thank you for listening this is don't listen to hannah if you have anything you want me to go more in depth on just dm me or if you go on my instagram and you go there's kind of like a link thing in my bio there's um something called speak pipe where you can record a message and send it to me and it's completely anonymous so you can do that too so yeah just let me know talk to me thank you for listening bye